Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek! Hello everyone, welcome to a pre-pre-pre-Christmas edition of So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen, I'm definitely not the movie geek. I am the, the movie girl with amnesia. The movie geek is on my left, and that is Justin Winters. Justin! That's me. What's going on? <laughs> Do you think... We've done so many episodes of this podcast now. Yeah? Do you think that eventually I might be able to rise to be a movie geek myself? Um... A narcoleptic movie geek? TBD. Oh, that was his nice way of saying no. Sure. Uh-huh. Maybe. No. No. <laughs> nah. You've got it in you. I was thinking I really should start, like, a critic blog where it's, like, the narcoleptic movie critic. Where I'm like, this was really great. And then... And what happened? <laughs> Basically, your reviews would be missing, like, huge chunks of the story. And I think a lot of them would be just recounting the plot. So then this happens, and then I don't know how they ended up here. Man, this movie was so long. Oh my god. Can we just take a second to talk about how long one of the movies for this week's podcast was? You know what? What? You like Titanic, and that's, like, six hours long. It's not. It's three hours and 17 minutes. Well, you know what? This movie that you thought was so long and so much longer than Titanic was actually two hours and 26 minutes. AI was only that long? Yes. What? Yes. It felt so much longer. (sighs) Hey, I'm not saying I didn't like the movie. I'm just saying that it seemed like it was lasting forever. What can I say? That's how long it was. Well, before we get into the never-ending story, let's go into Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Well, you didn't even talk about what the movies are. Well, the title kind of gives that away. No, it doesn't. What, what, what is the double feature of? Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh-huh. And AI. Which are? Movies. That have something in common. They do? Yes. Wow. Haley Joel Osment wasn't in the first one, was he? <laughs> okay, guys, so... Robots? Was, was there robots in the <laughs> Angels movies that I missed? Was Kate Blanchett a robot? Um, so yeah, guys, both of these are Steven Spielberg movies. Oh, yeah! We were actually supposed to go see another <laughs> Steven Spielberg movie on Saturday, but... Um, I had to work uh, on a Saturday and it was tiring and so we weren't able to see this movie that doesn't even come out for a couple weeks by Steven Spielberg. So we watched two older Steven Spielberg movies that Chrissy has never seen, of course. Older is relative because both of these movies are from the aughts. I hate that term, by the way, the aughts. It makes me crazy. Yes. One from 2008 and one from 2001. And it's funny, because when we were sitting down to watch them, you asked me, well, which one do you want to watch first? And truth be told, the reason I said Indiana Jones was because I thought, well, let's get that one out of the way. Okay. I think I might have enjoyed that more than AI. Oh, my heart hurts. (laughs) Can we take a break? (laughs) My my heart hurts. Do you need to take some heart medicine? Oh, it makes me sad. What makes you sad? The fact that I said that or that... Indiana Jones was killed for you by this movie. <sighs> Guys. Yes. This movie hurt me. Why? It wasn't that bad. I expected it to be so much worse. Well. <sighs> how can I explain? Okay, so when I was a little kid, 
there were a couple movie series that were, you know, above all others. First was Back to the Future. Second was the Indiana Jones movies. Mm -hmm. Third was the Star Wars movies. Okay. So, um, obviously, George Lucas, when he came back with the three prequels, and they were all pretty much terrible, (laughs) that pretty much ruined Star Wars for me. So when I found out that he was going to do another Indiana Jones, I was just like, oh. Please don't. You were looking no. You were George looking forward Lucas, to no. it right before it came out because I remember you were like, "Dude, Chrissy, Indiana Jones, man, let's go." And I was like, "I haven't seen the first ones." No. I was excited but very wary. Like I said, if 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 the the Star Wars prequels, those new ones, if they if they wouldn't have happened, I could, probably would have been more excited. So I was like excited but wary. Okay. Um. I went to see it with one one of my good friends, Corey, and <laughs> oh, no. I think like five, ten minutes in, <laughs> we looked at each other, and it was just like the, oh no, like what do, what's, what's going on? <laughs> and just throughout the movie, I just started sinking lower in my seat, and I was like, no. But I was like Darth Vader, I was like, no. no. But, like, I can pinpoint why the Star Star Wars prequels totally suck and ruin, you know, the awesomeness that a lot of people think was the original series. I said you a lot can, of people. So, oh, really? So you can pinpoint that even though you've seen one of them? I've seen two of them. And thank you for picking the eyelash off my cheek. Oh. Nope. Which ones did you see? The, Name them. The second two. What are their names? Not the Phantom Menace. You've seen The Phantom Menace? No, not The Phantom Menace. The second two. Oh. What what were the other two called? A New Hope? What were they about? (sighs) Never mind. Queen Amidala was in it. (laughs) Never mind. Okay, so, great. You can pinpoint. What's your point? You can pinpoint the Star Wars, but you can't pinpoint what? I'm asking you if you can pinpoint what went wrong in this latest Indiana Jones to ruin it. Can I? Yeah. Of, Of course I can. What? Uh, how much time do you got? <laughs> well, I think we got like another 45 minutes left in this podcast, so go for it. Oh, man. Give me a few things. Your top three things. Okay. Top three things. Here you go. Okay. I'll even start from the back because Steven Spielberg. That's a very good place to start. Yeah. Bow, wow. <laughs> um, 75% of Spielberg films have one huge problem. He can't, for the life of him, end a movie correctly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Why do you say that? Because, well, I mean, think about it. Uh, I'm trying to think of stuff you've seen. Hook ended well. (laughs) I wouldn't really... I wouldn't talk about Hook. (laughs) (laughs) It ended well. Well, it had a lot of problems. Um, E.T. ended well. E.T. is one that did end well. Let's talk about, like, okay, War of the Worlds. Yes. I love War of the Worlds. Yes. Horrible ending. Horrible ending. Highlighted by the fact that Tom Cruise's son, like, comes out of the blue and is like, I'm alive! And you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't you run into a ball of flames? <laughs> yeah, that, the movie that, it sucked. It sucked. The movie, the end of uh, Indiana Jones and the... Kingdom of the crappy things that Justin hates or whatever. Crystal Skulls. Crystal Skulls. Oh, worst ending ever. Worst ever. Like, the whole... They go and there's all those skull things. And then... uh, Kate Blanchett shows up and she's like, Teach me! I want to know! I want to know! And then there's like swirling and a spaceship thing. Yeah, and, the spaceship part was kind of weird. And like a portal, and you're just like, what? It was little cowboys and aliens. Oh my god. <laughs> cowboys and aliens. <laughs> I can't tell which movie cribbed off the other one. Crystal Skull is like a, it's like the Frankenstein monster of bad Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> There's so much crappy stuff just jammed into one movie. It's over long. It is long. There's way too much CGI. There was a lot of CGI. Like, the best parts of the 
of the the actually good Indiana Jones movies, there was no CGI. Like he, there was actually action scenes, and they were grounded in reality. Like he's you know they're on a tank and they're having a fight. It's an actual tank. <laughs> Imagine that. What a concept. And then Crystal Skull. There's the infamous scene of. Shia LaBeouf, which is another oh, big problem, grown. swinging through the vines with some friggin' CGI monkeys. As a greaser. Ugh. He gets out of his comb at one point, and I'm like, for real? Okay, so, bad ending. Number two, way too much CGI. Number three, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Hugely miscast. Yeah. Hugely miscast. Yeah. And that's a big problem because he's, you know... The second biggest role in the movie. I gotta say, hearing your side of things makes me completely agree with you and side with you 100%. Where I'm like, yeah, you're right. This probably wasn't that good. I like Shia LaBeouf. I like him. You hate the Transform or the one Transformers movie that you've seen. I actually, I liked number one. I liked number three a lot. Two sucked. But I like him. I like him as an actor. I liked, like, Disturbia. I liked him on Even Stevens. I even liked that sucky-ass Eagle Eye movie. Like, whatever. He's okay. Terrible in this movie. Totally miscast. And I don't know. I And I think that's compounded by the fact that in the third one, River Phoenix played a young Indy Jones. And he was right. perfect. He really was. He was so perfect. You were just like... Can we resurrect him so he could be oh. the son? Oh. I don't know. We we needed someone a, weird, <laughs> a little less goofy, you know, for the role of the son. Well, goofy, I would say, doesn't even really cover it. It was. I mean, he wasn't helped out by the fact that a lot of the script was really stupid. I so. feel like he played it very sophomoric, if that makes any sense. Hmm. And I, I know that some of that could be um, attributed to his character, you know, like, he's headstrong, he's this greaser, and then, you know, like, he wants to fight his own battles, blah, blah, blah. But something about LaBeouf's performance, where you're just kind of like, alright, kid, stop being so sophomoric and thinking you own this movie, because you don't. Well, I mean, you gotta assume and boil it down that he should be able to take the mantle of being the eventual next Mutt Jones or whatever right. they would call it. You know what I think? I think that Spielberg realized that that was a mistake towards the end of shooting. And so that's why at the end of the church wedding, when Shia tries to take the hat and he's like, it will be mine now. Harrison Ford comes by and is like, not so fast, douchebag. And then puts it on his head. He doesn't really call his son a douchebag, but. Why? <laughs> I think that was Spielberg's way of realizing I made a mistake. <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think he realized it then. <laughs> he should have realized it much earlier than that, than in the middle of filming. But at least he did then, and he was like, "Good now, audiences. At least they won't leave thinking, uh oh, we passed the torch off to this guy." Oh, I might be wrong, but I like my little narrative. Anyway, there's just yeah, there's just so much wrong. Well, what did movie. you like about this movie? Let's see. What do I? I like. I still like Harrison Ford. Like. He was much better in this than he's been in movies that he did between the last Indiana Jones and this one. Uh, obviously, I don't like Cowboys and Aliens, but he was much better in this than he was in Cowboys and Aliens. He looks so much younger. What did they do to make him look younger? In which one? Indy, in this. Indy Jones? Yeah. Well, there was a couple years in between <laughs> then. But also, like, what's the movie? CGI! <laughs> what's the movie about Get Off My Plane? What's that movie? Air Force One? Yeah. He looks younger now than he did then. Oh, oh, yeah? Yeah, I thought. Hmm. I don't know. Well, okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) What did I like about this movie? I didn't really like the beginning. Um, The whole thing at the the Area 51 uh, military base. Uh, Right off the start, it seemed like they were on a stage, almost. Like, he arrives, he gets out. They have, like, the whole intro with him picking up his hat. And then Kate Blanchett gets up there, gets there, and it's like... The whole sky and stuff it seems like they're already on the sound stage can i just tell you how miscast i think kate blanchett was you know what i actually i like her but you know what i actually liked her in this even though that she was chewing scenery like it was her freaking job (laughs) 
she was like a Natasha constantly looking for her Boris throughout this movie. Her her accent was like woo, like totally up and down. And they kept lighting her face like Morticia Adams, where you know, like all you see are the eyes. Yeah, throughout the movie, I was like, okay, whatever, whatever she's doing seems to be strange, but then you got all these crappy CGI things Look into this girl. I need to know. I want to know. <laughs> I wait, and I love how he's like, by the way, you hit your W's, I'd say you're from the Eastern Ukraine. <laughs> I'm like, how did you figure that out? There's some terrible, terrible jokes in this movie, so. Okay, what else do I like? Um, didn't <laughs> like the beginning. The whole, the whole. <laughs> like, not the beginning. The beginning and the end sucked. Um, but the middle part was okay. No, there was parts in the middle that weren't okay. <laughs> Is there anything you liked about this movie? I like, I like the whole chase scene on like the motorcycle at the college. I okay, thought that was that great. Was gr- that reminded good. me of like uh, old school indie. That was that was good in old school. Also, the part where they're hunting down the giant magnetic thing, and he's like throwing gunpowder in the air, and all the particles kind of go towards it. That's okay. That wasn't that I bad. Enjoyed it. But but instantly after that he goes on t- into that like fake town and the atomic bomb blows up and he jumps in this fridge, <laughs> which has infamous infamously become the nuke the fridge moment. I, I yeah I didn't really understand that part. Nuke the fridge moment. Yeah, because nuke nuclear bomb. Yeah. Fridge. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the the jump the shark moment of the Indiana Jones oh. movie. Was that the only fridge that didn't get destroyed? <laughs> Shouldn't there oh, be a, yeah. a lot of fridges just bouncing around? <laughs> like That's a, bl- a good point. it obliterates all these full houses, but this fridge just magically just like bloop. Yep, all the fridges are flying like his. And how did he keep the door closed? How did he open the door when it was over? Yeah, I was just like, okay. He came out with like nary a scratch. He was just kind of like, and a back. Um, what else? And he had no radiation fallout. Like, what happened? Yeah, in the theater when I saw that, I was just like, all right, moving on. Yeah. What's what? What next thing is going to break my heart with its badness? Um, I have a real big problem, and I'm sure you do, with the. Uh, What's the guy's name? The, the the friend character, the fat uh, guy that constantly is like, uh, I'm a double agent. I'm a triple agent. No. Quadruple. Just a double agent. Just kidding. Uh, about the third time he double crosses me, I would just like shoot him in the head. I'd be like, whatever. Thanks a lot. Well, right in the beginning when I saw that like he first was a double crosser, I was like, oh, he's dead to me. And then he kept doing his thing. And then at one point he goes back, he's like, don't you know me? I'm a triple crosser, man. And I was like, oh, no. He was not (laughs) Hispanic. (laughs) He had a mustache. Okay. Anyway, Anyway, so after that, and then he was like, I'm just, I'm I'm just, you, you. And then it turned out he wasn't again. And then he still helped him at the waterfall. I was like, what are you doing? Let him go. Yeah. Like the fifth time, just let him get sucked up into the stupid alien portal. No, it wasn't. It was the waterfall. And he was like, it's okay. Oh, that was the third time. He's okay. He was not. (laughs) He was not a Mexican. (laughs) He was a fat, like... uh, uh, what's he? I don't know. He was American. What are you laughing? I don't know why I think it's so funny. It was not funny. Like I said, if he was my <laughs> friend and uh, Indy, I was like, after the first time, I'd be like, okay, later, dude. <laughs> Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna jump in this fridge and you can get obliterated with everything else. <laughs> Oh, Indiana. Um, I like Karen Allen. Just the fact that she was in the movie, I was like, oh, yes, Marion. Yeah, she should have been back. I remember when you made me watch the other ones. I was like, where did she go? Where's the the girl from the first one? I never understood why she wasn't in the subsequent ones. The series was like every every movie, Indy had like a new paramour. I know, I didn't like that. But she was always my favorite, so I was always waiting for her to come back, and they finally brought her back. But everything around her sucked. But, and she was like this weird kind of like shadow of her former self. 
Are you talking about that she was older? Well, yeah. Heavier? No, not heavier. Wrinkler? Or? I don't even think she was heavy. Just Shadow? What do you mean? Like, she just kind of... I, I thought know. she. I thought she still had some spunk. Really? Because that's what I was thinking. I was like, I feel like she didn't have the same vim, vim and vigor. I feel like they kept trying to make her have vim and vigor. I don't know. But well, they. But at well, the maybe end, I was just so disappointed in everything else. I was just happy to see something. Instead of like spunk and vim and vigor, whenever she and Indy started fighting, it just looked like you're like crotchety old grandparents having a row. Crotchety old grandparents having a row. Like I told you, we're gonna we're gonna sink in this here quicksand. It's not quicksand. I don't care what you call it. We're gonna sink. Well, you should call it by the right name. You never call it anything by the right name. Like that's kind of what it felt like. (laughs) Grab the snake. Just say grab the rope. I don't know the the whole plot, everything that happened, the plot, the thing with the the aliens and like. Like I said, there was too much stuff. Yeah. Like, there was, like, pygmy, like, aboriginal people in yeah. one area. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, they're in that dark place, and there's different, like, people with, like, the blowguns, and then there's, I don't know. I was just, This like, is where my ADD is because I felt like I had to, like, and... I feel like I literally had to not pay attention to certain aspects of what were going on because it would overload my brain. So, like, whenever they were explaining the nitty-gritty things and history and all that, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> and I would just kind of purposely not pay attention because I wanted to save my brain power for, like, the action and the other stuff. Ugh. Anyway. I I don't think I've ever been lower and sadder coming out of a movie Aww. than when I came out of the Arclight with Corey that one day. I think I, I might even call it in. You did like, call me. I'm so sad right now. I saw Indiana I'm, Jones. I'm in such a low place. <laughs> I'm at a major thoroughfare and it makes me sad. <laughs> and they're threatening to make another one, which makes me even sadder. Didn't this get panned? Like, why would they make another? I wouldn't say it got panned. I think... Uh, it was kind of mixed, which I didn't even understand. There were, that there were some people that really liked it. I was like, what? I didn't really like it, but being that I'm not a big Indiana fan in general, I thought it was okay. Okay, well, what are the parts about it that you really liked that made it not terrible? When it wasn't moving slow, it moved quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you a professional movie critic? <laughs> When things weren't moving slow, it was moving quickly. 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 <laughs> well, like the, like we talked about the action scenes and stuff like that. Like there were moments where they actually worked and they went quickly, and it was like ping pong boom. Are you talking about the 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 really amazing scene where they went over three waterfalls in a row? <laughs> oh in, hell no! In their like carbo carbo thing. <laughs> no, I'm not. And somehow did not. Not only didn't die, they didn't tip over, but they just, you know, walked away. Yeah, no, I'm not. I was talking about like the chase scene or like when the ants were going to eat you up. I do, they, I do like. Well, those were CGI, more CGI. Yeah, stuff. I enjoyed those. I don't know. Like the whole chase scene through the forest would have been cool if ninety percent of everything going on wasn't CGI. I agree. Like Shia LaBeouf and Kate Blanchett are doing their like swashbuckling duel, but there's no at no point did I feel like anyone was in any trouble or any danger. Because right. I was like, it just looks like they're in oh, front of a green screen, you know? Yeah. Like, oh no, the car boats are are at the edge of a ledge. A ledge of nothingness and green screen. <laughs> of nothingness and green screen. When, for example, my favorite Indiana Jones movie, Temple of Doom, has the infamous bulimic army on the bri- <laughs> on the bridge scene. <laughs> That's true. You know? No, I agree. I don't know. Just sad. I'm sorry. It's okay. So what would you give this? <sighs> I don't know, like a C minus or something. I will admit that this, again, this was only the second time I've ever seen it. It wasn't as bad as I remember it being. And that's due to the fact that I was just so disappointed at the time. That that's it, true. It wasn't, I mean, there was no way it was going to live up to what I thought it was going to be. But right. 
But I remember when you got out of that movie and how upset you were. Therefore, I expected this to be, like, the biggest, stinkiest pile of cow dung. Well, but, but, I mean, just imagine if you had a, a series of three films that you love with all your being as a child, and then 20-some layers... 20-some years later, they decided to make another one, a fourth one, and you went to see it, and it was just... Oh, I'd be really upset. I'd be so sad. Okay. Well, that's that's how I felt. I got it. I'm not discounting your emotions. I'm just explaining. Anyway. So, yeah. And now they're threatening to make another one, and Harrison Ford is like 80 years old, and if they bring back Shia LaBeouf, I'm going to strangle someone. Please don't strangle me. <laughs> They shouldn't. Just give up. Stop. Stop. Yeah, like, quit while you were ahead. Stop touching your face. I'm sorry. I saw Contagion. So, yeah, don't make another one, George Lucas. Sit on your pile of money like Scrooge McDuck <laughs> and just stop. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah, or make something different. Don't make... No, just don't. I don't think he's got it anymore. Don't. He's obsessed with CGI. Don't. He's lost any semblance of Don't do it. filmmaking skill that he ever had. Don't do it. What? I'm talking to George Lucas. It's subliminal messaging. Okay. So, yeah. Um, what would you give it? If I give it a C minus? I think I'm in a slightly better place than you because I don't have that, you know, childhood affection for this series. So, probably a C plus to a C. Got it. But yeah, still for me, Temple of Doom, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Crystal Skull. Find it funny that they called, they called it Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and then they made this one. I know. Therefore, it was not the Last Crusade. It was the second to last crusade. It's like that shot in the, in the middle of Crystal Skull where uh, Indiana Jones is sitting at his desk and he looks at the picture of his dad. I was like, thank God Sean Connery's not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he lucked out. What a great decision by him to die. So, uh, yeah. Sean Connery's not dead. Oh, no. His, <laughs> his character. His character. Got it. Missed miss out on the fun of this one. Oh, darn. So, so yeah, we watched this. And then the next night we watched... AI. A, not AI. No, artificial intelligence. AI, artificial intelligence. Um, <laughs> Gotta say it right. Well, they didn't want to call it AI, apparently, because they were afraid that people would think it was called A1 and be <laughs> uh, well, 146 minutes about a common, <laughs> commonly loved steak sauce. <laughs> Is that true? Yes. That's hilarious. It's pretty funny. That's so stupid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, oh. how? I can't believe you never watched this movie before. This is one of those movies that I always wanted to see, but I was busy doing other things. And so it was like, oh, well, I'll catch you when it comes out on, at that time, not Netflix, but Blockbuster. And then I never did. But even more um, crazy. You haven't seen you, you again. You hadn't seen AI artificial intelligence, but you also wait for it, people. Still have not seen the Sixth Sense. No, you made me watch it once. I thought you said you've never seen it. I think it was with Haley. Jo oh, I know it was with Haley Joel Osment, and then like. No, he this, sees ghosts and no, like, no, Misha no. Barton vomits under a table, and then like he's talking to Bruce no. Willis. Here's what happened: you, I asked, I started talking about the success, and you're like, I've never actually seen the movie, and you just know what happens. So I was like, once you ruin what happens in the movie, you're like, might as well not watch it then. No, it I don't think you've seen. I don't think you've seen the full movie before. No, yeah, Bruce Willis is dead. I understand that. I just explained <laughs> that you know that. So <laughs> I think like two years into our relationship, you told me you'd never seen it. And I was like, how does that happen? I think I've seen a very, very good portion, if not all of it. And because I can't remember any movie for longer than two seconds, it makes it seem like I haven't seen it, but I probably did. Anyway, I love AI artificial intelligence. Why? And why? Yeah. Because I think it's a great movie. What's so great about it? 
I think it's um, got great <laughs> so acting, great directing. Question. I think it's got a great script. Um, I don't know. It's I think it's that's... highly ambitious. Um, it's one of a kind. I don't know a lot okay. of movies like it. No, I agree. I think that's um, all true for the first half to two thirds, and then it starts to go to crazy town. Well, here's the thing: you, if you lop off the last fifteen minutes of this movie, it's a much better movie, right? The, the the main problems I have are the last 15, 15 minutes of the movie. Right. Other, other than that, I think it's pretty... Like, where know. does it start to unravel for you? Give me a scene. Um, the last scene of the movie should be when he's um, in the little space pod, whatever, underwater, and he's looking at the blue angel th- statue woman waiting for her to, grant, to, to grant his wish. I agree. It should end right there. It's a sad, like, fairy tale ending. Right. But it would have made it a much better movie not to have the rest of it, so. I agree. I completely agree. Okay. And And, but even before then, it starts getting but a again, little crazy But again, Steven sauce. Spielberg movie doesn't really know how yeah, to end a movie very to, well. He has to screw up the ending in order for it to be okay. So, yeah, this is another one where he just... Screw the pooch on the ending. I just feel like it had two or three entirely different vibes to it. Like, um, you know, the whole first act of the movie kind of has a certain pacing to it. And it's more about the family dynamic. And you're mm-hmm. wondering if, you know, something's going to go wrong with David. And then he's just going to turn out to be crazy. Like the father, Martin, not Martin, that's the son. Um, what's the father's name? Uh, whatever. What, what, however, the father is expecting him to, you know, turn. Yeah. Um, so there's a certain, like, heavy kind of pacing to it where you're just kind of, like, waiting for that moment where Haley Joel Osment becomes bad David. And then once she, you know, drives him to the forest, Monica, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, and now we begin a whole different act with a different tone and a different pacing. Mm-hmm. And that that's all great, too. Well, there's, like, a three-act a three act structure pretty much to the movie. So. And then after the... Or four-act, and what's, where the yeah. four-act sucks. What's the... What's the what's that thing called? Oh, the flesh fair. And then after the flesh fair, it starts a whole, another whole, like, tone, vibe, pace. Mm-hmm. And that's when it started to lose me. I was good until then. Mm-hmm. And then when he and Jude Lost are going on their little rogue adventure, and there all of a sudden was like a little space pod, and then there's, a, you know underwater and the blue and i was like okay Mm -hmm. i mean like what happened to the pacing that we were enjoying earlier where you know there was the forest and then finding jula and then the flesh fairy like you had me and then you lost me okay well this this was going to be a stanley kubrick movie he like doesn't surprise me he like worked on this movie like pre-pre-production or whatever for what i think it was like 15 years or something wow and he originally wanted to make this himself and it was going to be i guess the movie that he was going to do after eyes wide shut but he croaked and died womp womp and he i think originally like he so he worked a lot with steven spielberg and like i guess they talked about possibly doing together or whatever so i i assume just when Kubrick died. Steven Spielberg just kind of taking it on himself. He's like, I'm going to do this. Let's do one for Kubrick. There seem to be elements of it and that so were very it, Kubrick. So it seems like it's kind of Kubrick, Spielberg melded together with Kubrick being like the cold, like, you know, um, almost clockwork orangean type. Yes of it and then you got the Spielberg like the heart and the family happy ending. and the really sappy happy ending thing right that's so. true you're absolutely right you hit it on the head and I think that kind of like dichotomy of the two styles is what sometimes jarred me as the viewer mm-hmm. on one there were certain times where I enjoyed it and then there were like I said right around that that from from after the flesh fair on is when I was like mm. I don't know I mean, just watching it again, I haven't seen it in a while, but watching it again, I was just like, there's so many scenes in the movie where I'm just like, wow, this is really good. Really good. It was ahead of its time. Yeah. I mean, 2001, it's already, wow. You know what I think you kind of like about it, though? What, me? Yeah. What? 
I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel like there is a very subtle kind of um, subliminal 80s current to it. Wow. Yeah. Like, it's not overt, but something about the style of it, especially when it's like uh, Rouge City and, you know, that whole thing was a little Blade Runner-y to me, but... There you was... mean Universal City Walk? Yes. <laughs> but, no, but the whole thing, I was just kind of like, there's like an 80s sensibility to this. Well, of the, the future. Well, the whole, the art direction is amazing. Like, the whole, and the cinematography, there's a lot of great just great looking shots throughout the movie where you're mm-hmm. just like, wow, that looks great. Right. I mean, central to the movie, I think Haley Joel Osment is pretty amazing in this movie. He was movie. at his prime. No, I mean, <laughs> not even the fact that he's, or how, he was a kid when he made this movie, it's a pretty hard role to pull off. It really is. Me believable. I mean, he went from the whole robot who was just a robot to being imprinted on his, on, you know, Monica, Monica. And he, that one scene, the imprinting scene is one of my favorite scenes, the movie. Oh, it's a great one. You can see literally like when he changes and the whole, see what else. So I love that scene. I think the taking him out to the far scene is one of my favorite scenes. I love the flesh fair. I love, um, I love anything with with Jude Law's character. I Gigolo love Jude Joe. Law's character. I love Jude Law. Um, I don't know, man. Like I said, I, I, I just love this movie a lot. The acting was excellent. You mentioned that early on. You said the acting was great. It really was. I, I mean, I would say if I were to pick any sort of weak link, it would probably be the father. Yeah. But, I mean, he he's kind of like... An appropriately weak link. Yeah, because he's like the least important character. Right. Um, even though he's the one that brings the robot home, he's not the one yeah. that imprints on him. No. So she kind of like loves him more. And that's going to be awkward, by the way, that you can only have one person imprint upon this robot. No, you could have more. He just wasn't there. Oh, okay. Like they didn't really explain why... She just decided, okay, on her own. where's your dad? Oh, he's off the store. Let's imprint now. <laughs> um, I thought Frances O'Connor, who played Monica, did really well. She did. Um, what else? But Haley and, jo- and um, Jude really kind of sealed it. They were amazing. Yeah, they were great. Um, I don't know. It's a very spooky in places movie. It's a dense movie. It's dense. And yet, I would say afterward, you don't feel like heavy. It's not like there are certain movies that are really dense where afterward you're just like, I need a nap. I definitely did say that after this movie, but mainly because I was really tired and I thought it was long. But that aside, like. I'm going to start picking movies that are only 90 minutes long for you. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely would. Andy, you were like, wow, that was long. I was so tired. You're I was always like, so tired. No, I was like really tired. Well, here's the problem. It wouldn't be as frustrating if I didn't try to make us watch them start the movie earlier. And you were always the one that says, oh, no, let's watch it a little later. Let's watch it a little later. That's true. So I underestimated how long this movie was, though. When I said, can we watch two more sketches on this TV version of Saturday Night Live? I didn't think, by the way, we're going to be up until midnight watching this. We were up till a quarter till 11, but okay. When you're tired, that might as well be midnight. Which might as well be 1, which might as well be 2 a.m. Um, so what was your favorite scene in, in the movie? Is there one that really stuck out at you? The imprinting definitely stuck out because I felt like you could literally see when... The change took place in David, you know, from being curious as to what Monica was doing and generally interested to being just full of love and devotion for this woman now. That was an interesting one. I know you really thought that the um, the, the other kid was... A pretty, douche? 
the bad, the worst seed ever. Apparently. I was like, dude, why didn't you pick David over this kid? This kid sucks. Yeah, why don't you keep your this other kid cryogenically frozen? What did, what did he die of being a gigantic douche? Right? But, you know, to be fair, imagine if you were really sick and your parents froze you because they were like, well, we don't want you to die, but we don't have a cure yet. So we'll freeze you until we find one. And then in the meantime, obtained this robot son who was like, just so perfect in every way. And then you came too. Wouldn't, wouldn't there be a part of you that's kind of like, screw this little robot kid. I'm the real son. Maybe if the robot kid was mean to me or something, but he was totally nice. Yeah, but, you know, kids are quick to become jealous. Mm. No, they're not? Mm-hmm. Okay. I tried. I tried to defend the douche. I, I mean, there was not... There, there wasn't one scene where the other kid was... There was... He had no good redeeming qualities. Good redeeming qualities yeah, at all. No, you're right. He really didn't. He was a douche kid. Proof that kids can be total douches, by the way. I mean, he had a really, really cool teddy bear. So, oh my god, Teddy! I forgot. Okay, you asked me what my favorite part of this movie was. Teddy. Teddy was my favorite part of this movie. Well, when he first came out, you're like, "That's kind of stupid," and I was like, "No." That's a really... He's a really cool teddy bear. Well, first I thought he was... No, I said he was creepy. I was like, he looks creepy. Oh, okay. And then you were like, no, he's awesome. And then sure enough, he was really awesome. Are you taking me to David? (laughs) (laughs) We gotta go find David. I must go find... Are you taking me to him? That was great. You will break. Yeah. (laughs) You will break. And then at the... And then when it's like, he's holding on to him and he's like, Teddy, he's like... I will break. <laughs> and then he falls. I want my own teddy. Yeah, I've yeah. never wanted a, a, a fake toy more than when I got out of this movie and wanted a teddy. Oh, man. That would have been awesome. Like how many years do I have to wait for a teddy? You could ask him about the moon. You could ask him questions. You could be like, Teddy, is the moon getting closer? I mean, I know. Obviously. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell yet. I love when he got frustrated with David, too. Like, give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only a teddy bear. <laughs> I mean, I know we don't have the technology to have teddies that can do a lot of things that Teddy does in this movie, but can we at least have one that has that says some of the same things that he says in this movie? You will break. You will break. <laughs> I will break. I will break. Are you taking me to him? <laughs> Please, can we make a meme of this? <laughs> like, all of the teddy phrases? I mean, we can get crappy teddy ruxpins and all this stuff but we can't not the have same. a can we have a teddy not the same can't they market this did stuff you, did you see the like can the, i borrow can i buy a teddy where i buy the the scorpion jacket from drive yes that would be awesome <laughs> didn't you see like the light but airy way that he walked it was just like da 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 what were, what were some of the other things he said i can't remember i just remember that i love him um I remember when he got in the lost and found and like helped himself out and then he started walking around and he's like, David. David. Hello, and I, David. And I like at the end, even when the whatever that crap was, I assume it's like the heaven of AI artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. I mean, how would you explain the last 15 minutes? Um, well, I cheated and read on Wikipedia what it was supposed to be. Oh, you did? Yeah. What was it supposed to be? After those 2,000 years have passed, humans have become extinct. Mm-hmm. And the, um, what are those things called? Mechas? The machines? The mechas have um, evolved and developed into these almost like alien-like creatures. They're artificial, but they have all the intelligence and more of a human and they can, you know, obviously synthesize DNA and things like that. But, um, yeah, humans have become extinct in this world. Well, I, I understand that. I'm asking what you thought it was about. Oh, metaphorically? Yeah. Um, I mean, you didn't get, like, a heaven-like vibe out of it. Because they brought him back and they gave him, you know, one day 
that one day with, you know, the one person that he loves. I mean, I guess and there's... Then, and then once he had that one day, he was free to, you know, die. Break. Break. You will break. You will break. I don't know. I thought it was... Or, or like a last hurrah moment. I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's like the... You know, the you, yes. a, loved, a loved one dies and you're like what I would give for just one more day I'd fall down on my knees kiss the ground you walk baby if I could just hold you and we used to sing this before played. if, if I, I don't know. Like I said, if they could just lop that part off, I would just be like, oh, there you go. You will break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that for, for you from now on. Whenever something goes on in our life where I either don't want you to do it or I think it's bad, I'm totally just going to grab your arm and tell you, you will break. I imagine titties all over America. Like, there's like a teddy next to a 14-year-old kid. 14-year-old kid's like masturbating or something <laughs> Teddy puts his hand you will break it <laughs> <laughs> I was just remembering the part where they were like tell them to do this no you do that you know the the two boys and then like the mom goes in he's like take me with you <laughs> and she's like are you torturing Teddy again Teddy is smart <laughs> Teddy is smart so anyway like I said I think uh, AI, artificial intelligence, is one of the better Steven Spielberg films, in my eyes. Even though... But you're supposed to be a big Spielberg fan, are you not, Dawson? What does that mean? Aren't you I don't like I don't like your tone. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I'm just notice, noticing that you're like, this is one of the better Spielberg films, implying by your tone that in general the Spielberg canon of films isn't that great. No, I'm just saying there's some that aren't as great. Ah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I still love you, Spielberg. You cool with me. You guys are cool now. I want to see both your movies that are out this month. Unless you make a fourth Indiana film, and then it won't be okay. Whatever. You know, I'll be I lost there. track. I'll be there the first day, of course. I know you will. And then you will cry yourself to sleep that night. There's always the hope that pull it around. He's 80! He needs to assassinate George Lucas and then make that movies. I'm sick of George Lucas. I'm sick of him, too. I've been sick of George Lucas. Him and his quadruple chin beard. Yeah, right? It's weird. It's disarming in a bad way. I know. Like, bad disarming. I just want to shake my fist at him, like, why? (laughs) Why? I know you're talking, but all I'm thinking about is Teddy and how I wish I could have one. I, like I said, I, I need to look this up. I need okay. to Google why has, why hasn't this happened? Why this hasn't happened, we may never know. <laughs> but I do know here today that the Black Knights will emerge victorious once again. Dear Steven Spielberg, <laughs> why does a teddy really exist? Oh my god, I just turned my head and I saw my two teddy bears inside my closet from years ago. Like, I've never even looked at them until just now. They're not as cool. How do you know? What if they have a whole secret life like Toy Story? I don't want a secret life. I want them talking to me and <laughs> giving me instructions. <laughs> you're you're over 30 years old now. Do you really need instructions from a teddy bear robot? Yeah. <laughs> what would you do if it told you things you didn't want to hear? Shut up, Teddy. You would? Yes. Seriously? Yes. I don't have to follow all the instructions. What if it's like you start cutting your toenails without having taken a bath first and it goes, you will get an infection. What? <laughs> will you get a... F- I've never heard that before. 
Well, like, if your feet are dirty. You, you have to take a bath before you can t- cut your toenails? <laughs> well, they Shut might- up, Danny. That makes no sense. <laughs> I work on the doctors. Don't try to... Don't try to fool me. Well, they do say that you should bathe before because it makes the nails softer and easier to cut. That's stupid. No, really, they do. Whatever. But secondarily, the other reasoning behind it is if you try to cut them too short and then you make them bleed and then, you know, your feet are already dirtier and there's bacteria and the clippers themselves, you could get an infection. Don't look at me like that. That's stupid. It's not stupid. That sounds like a lot of work just to cut your toe That's not a nice thing to say to Teddy. <laughs> your name's not Teddy. But I spoke for him in his absence. Are you a teddy puppet? <laughs> I can't tell yet. What if Teddy just like burst out of your chest? <laughs> you were like a mecca for a teddy. <laughs> that would be funny. You will break. <laughs> she will break. It's true. I will break. Awesome. All right. Well, this has been fun. It has been fun. Uh, next week marks the second to last podcast before we go to North Carolina. It's true. It's coming up fast. I know. Man. We might have to do a special podcast from the East. I don't know, man. We're going to be hitting the ground running once we get there. That's true. I don't know. I mean, it's possible. Well, since we won't be here for real mail, you can send your love or hate mail on Twitter to at Justin Winters or at Chris Winters with a K. What is this Twitter mail you speak of? Direct messages? Oh, you have to be a friend of us to send it to us. Oh, no, you will have to add us as a friend. I know, it sounds terrible. Or you could always just direct it at the So I Married a Movie Geek page on Facebook. Exactly. Like us. If you haven't liked us by now, something is wrong. I will break. I know. Even if you don't like us, just like us. <laughs> it's not like we post... 50 times a day and fill up your Facebook wall. We will post 50 times a day. <laughs> if if so many, like, an uh, inordinate number of people like us, we promise to fill up your Facebook wall. This is not going well, Justin. You should just leave it alone. Never mind. Don't like us. I hate Facebook. Oh, such sadness. It's okay. Just to be careful. All right. Until next week, I guess. Peace out, my friends and my homies.